Is your life full of drama, horror, or comedy that movies are made of? Think you want to write about it? Let's talk about writing memoirs. Welcome to the Write Something Worthy podcast, where we teach emerging authors how to ditch the fear, confusion, and overwhelm of writing a bestseller-worthy non-fiction book. And now, your host, Tonya Brockett. Is it easy to write a book when you are the central character? Should you include everything or just specific aspects of your real life? Do you have an emotional story to tell that still chokes you up when you think of it? Let's talk about how a memoir can help you to tell your story. Greetings, Worthy Tribe. Tanya here, and I appreciate your joining me on the Write Something Worthy podcast. Today, let's talk about writing a memoir, what that means, and some things to consider when doing so. So first, let's talk about what a memoir is not. It is not an autobiography that, you know, describes your life from birth to present. It is not a a list of facts and a chronological list of activities because that would be very boring. And who the heck wants to read that, right? That's not what a memoir is. A memoir is a story. It's a story that's written by you or from your perspective if you're using a ghostwriter. And it's about you. But it focuses on a specific time frame or event or a group of events or a challenge or an experience that are tied together with an overall theme. So, for example, it could be about your overcoming adversity and how you share different parts of your life story that exemplify that or overcoming an addiction, or thriving after abuse, or winning at the game of life, or succeeding in business. And only those relevant facts that support that theme or exemplify that idea are the parts of your life that you share. So you're not saying everything that happened. Well, when I was a baby, you know, I... My mom didn't like changing my diapers. We're not talking about that, okay? We're not into that. (laughs) Who does? But um, anyway, so you're not trying to share your entire life story, and you're certainly not trying to do it in a, okay, day one I did this, day two I did that kind of format. You're trying to tell a story, a story that will engage your reader. And... You don't have to be, unlike what a lot of people believe, you don't have to be a celebrity to have a story worth telling. Some people feel that, oh, well, you know, yes, I went through a lot. Yes, it was a miraculous recovery. Or yes, it was a really big deal for me at that time. But nobody cares. Nobody's going to want to hear that. In reality, that's not true. There are a lot of other people like you who are going through things or who appreciate the exploration of somebody working through something and they want to read about that. They want to be a part of that. They want to engage in that. 
and or they may want to just learn how you did it. How did you get through this? I'm having a really hard time. I need to see somebody who is successful making their way through. So you may think you've just been through something that was just something you went through and nobody else has any interest in, but the reality is there may be thousands and thousands of other people who are interested in the very same thing. Remember what I always say about not hogging your journey? Sometimes it's not just for you. Sometimes what you've gone through and you've survived and thrived through is so that you can show someone else how to do the same. And by writing your memoir, you'll be able to show that. You'll be able to tell that story in an engaging way that allows someone else to benefit or learn from it or be enlightened by it or feel better by it, what have you. Now, also, you're going to write this story, your memoir. You're going to write it from a first-person perspective, your perspective. So you can share your thoughts at the time of an experience, and you can show what you learned from that experience. You can show the reader how you doubted yourself or what blind spots you had or the failures, your, your truth. You can show all of that. Be open and vulnerable so your reader can relate and feel your experience. Be authentic when sharing that story. Now, if you're telling stories that still choke you up or turn on the waterworks when you tell it, then you may need to do a little bit of energetic releasing to let it go before including it in your book. You may not be far enough removed from it yet to to share that story. And that's okay. Give it that time that it needs to work itself through. You don't want to go on a media interview, for example, and start boohooing because you haven't processed your trauma, right? So get help if you need it, but consider releasing that energy, that story with different approaches that are available to you, like the Sedona method or Ho'oponopono or EFT or tapping and help move that negative energy out of your system so that you can more effectively share your story. Keep in mind that when you have a lot to process, it may take some time to do so. Don't rush it. Allow that to be true. And just write what you feel you can share and release at the time. Okay. In your memoir, you're going to show how you move from one place in your emotional journey to another and how you made a shift or a transformation. You don't want to be the same in the beginning, middle, and end of your story. Your story does have to have those elements. You have to start somewhere. And you have to end somewhere. Now, it doesn't mean, though, that the story has to be written chronologically. You can bring it about in a way that makes sense. But you just have to create structure and a flow for your story. You don't want to just have a jumble of 
you know, ramblings and a million different vignettes don't, don't follow some cohesive path. So even if it isn't chronological, there may be some method to the madness that has gone on in your life that you're willing to share. So you want to structure it in a way that your reader can receive it, absorb it, get into it, and build their uh, anticipation and their interest in your story as time goes on. So keep those things in mind. You're writing a story here. This You're sharing a story of your life, and you're writing it in a way that you can engage your reader with. So you want to think of it that way. It is a story that you're writing. Even if it's a true story of your life, it is a story. You want to show in this story, in your memoir, how you survived and even thrived, not just how you suffered. So you want to help your reader to move through your valleys and then come back to the hilltop with you. You you want them to be pulled back out of whatever that pit was that you might have shared in your story and the variety of pits that you might have shared in your story. You don't want to leave your reader there. You want them to come back out, have a breath of fresh air, realize that, okay, something else positive can come out of this despite all that horrible stuff that just went on if that's what's going in your story. You don't have to tell a sob story to write a memoir. You don't have to focus on all the negative stuff to share your story. You can focus on the things that were great in your life that you want others to know about. It could be that you were so successful in sales in your organization that your techniques need to be shared with others so that they can enjoy that same success. It could be that you overcame a physical ailment that wasn't some big, horrible, dramatic thing, but the way you did it was novel and um, intriguing and helpful for someone else. So you can you don't have to have pits and valleys. You know, I used to tell everybody in a, a lot of speaking workshops and writing workshops, they tell you to, oh, take people, tell your story and take them into the pit and then bring them back out and show how this and that. I used to say, I don't have a pit story to tell. I just, I don't have this horrible, this, you know, despicable life that I have to try to climb out of. Sure, I've had some things that have knocked me down, some people who have uh, created hell in my life over over the years. But to be honest, I just don't feel like I have these horrible pits to share. To expect me to just write a story about, oh, you know, how horrible life is, and then hopefully bring you back out of that, that's not likely to happen for me. And so it doesn't have to happen for you. You don't have to write a story about all the horrible things that happen in your life. You can write a story that shows how you were just able to be resilient or successful or uh, just relishing your blessings or being grateful, whatever it is. Just tell the story as it happened to you, but bring your reader through it with you. They say that there's nothing new under the sun, right? So there's no story that hasn't been told in some way or another. But you are unique, and your response 
to your experiences is unique to you. So you have an opportunity in your memoir to help others to relate to their own inner demons or angels and give them a perspective that can see them through by watching you go through that journey. The way you do it may resonate with them, whereas the way somebody else did it did not resonate. So that's, that's one thing to keep in mind. I tell the story because it's an example of it, but it's a really simplistic example. I used to teach, because I'm an MBA and I, I worked with businesses for many years before I started working solely with authors, I used to teach a financial course, understanding financial statements, right? Very simple course, three hours, take you through all your uh, financials in your business, help you to understand them, why you need them, what was important about them, how money moves from one chart to another, one table to another, etc. And I had somebody come up to me after a workshop and hug me in tears. This is a finance workshop, people, okay? She came up to me in tears because she never understood all that financial stuff. It always just went over her head. Nobody could bring it into her understanding. So that workshop that day, the way I presented it to her, resonated with her. She understood it for the first time. And she had been in business for years. So you see, I didn't teach anything different than anybody else did. It's just that my approach to teaching it happened to resonate with her. The same with you. Your memoir, the teaching, the lessons, the enlightenment, the stories that you have to share may be the exact same story as Johnny Joe down the street. But the way you tell it and the way you came through that may resonate where it didn't with others. So keep that in mind. It may not be anything new under the sun, but the way you present your information is unique to you. And therefore, it is a worthy story to tell. There is a quote that I like that I came across from uh, author Marion Roach-Smith. She said that memoir is not about what you did. Memoir is about what you did with it. I kind of like that. As I said, there's nothing new under the sun, right? So if you just talk about, oh, I did this, then I did that, then I did this, but you don't talk about the resonance, the impact, the transformation, the change that it allowed you to have, then it's just another story, right? But when you put yourself in it, when you put your impact and and your thoughts and, and your joys and your valleys in there, then it becomes a much greater story. Though there are a lot of different questions that you can ask yourself as you are writing your memoir, I just want to throw a few of them out there for you to consider as you are thinking about sharing your story. First one is this, am I only including scenes in my story to help tell the story and align with my theme? Meaning I'm not writing stories that are irrelevant to the point that I'm trying to get across 
or irrelevant to what I want my ideal reader to feel or to be able to do, be, or have as a result of reading my book. So no fluff, no extraneous stories that just have no meaning. You're including scenes in your story that help to tell it and that align with your overall theme for the book that you're creating in the first place. Another question, was my intent going into each of the experiences that I'm sharing or the moments or the events, what was my intent when I went into that? What was I thinking when I went into that activity that I'm sharing with you in this story? And am I whitewashing my memoir to sugarcoat the truth? Don't. The recommendation is don't whitewash it. Don't make it all smooth edges and everything else. Leave it raw, leave it jagged, and tell the story. Now the question is, what did I learn from the experience or the event that I went through? If you're sharing an event in there, you're sharing a scene, you're sharing a story within your book, then there needs to be something that you gain from it. It's got to take the reader from point C to point D, right? It's got to move them along as you were moved along. And is what happened in the scene or the story, was it transferable or memorable? Is it something that would add value to somebody else's life or help them to work through something or move in another direction? So these are just a few thoughts. There are so many more thought starters for writing a memoir. Things to jog your memory about events that have occurred that might fit under your theme. Ways that you can Um, gather that kind of information. Quite frankly, if you are journaling, you may be able to pull a lot of your own stories from your own material that you've written over the years. That's certainly helpful. But as you're working on developing, you've decided to do a memoir. Now it's time to really sit down and think about what is it that you want your reader to be able to do, be, and have as a result of it? How do you want them to feel? And what stories fit that theme that is going to allow your reader to feel that? And then catalog all of that for yourself, if that's easier, in preparation for writing. If you know where you want to go with the story, you know in general where you want to take your reader, then plan that out. Plan it out. Don't just write and think, oh, okay, whatever happens, happens. No. Plan your book. Plan your memoir. Plan your memories. Plan your stories that are going to help to tell the right story by the time you get to the end of the book. All right. I I have a tip for you uh, that I will share with you after we do our Abundant Author affirmation. Okay, it's time again for our abundant author affirmation. So write it down if it resonates with you, post it wherever you'll see it, and say it throughout your day to keep your heart happy and your subconscious mind aware of it. In my memoir, 
I share stories that are authentic, meaningful, and memorable. In my memoir, I share stories that are authentic, meaningful, and memorable. And with that, we are complete. Remember that when you're writing a memoir, you're telling a story with a strong, central character, and that is you, about specific events, themes, or times in your life. Bring your stories to life so that they can resonate with and make a positive impact on your ideal reader. All right. So now I've got, I have a very specific call to action. So if you have questions about what you learned about writing a memoir, you want to know more about it, you want to hear about this, maybe there's something to this, maybe I can create one, I have some questions about this, then you should join me and the Prolific Writers Cafe on Wednesday, October 19th. This is 2022. So if you're listening to this later after October, sorry that you missed it. But if you can catch the Prolific Writers Cafe on Wednesday, October 19th, 2022, it'll be at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking with a memoirist and we're going to take questions that are submitted during the live virtual event. So it's an opportunity for you to really learn something from somebody else who's already written memoirs and also um, ask your questions that you have about writing one yourself. The event, the cafe, only costs $19.99 to attend if you're not a member of Prolific Writers Live. But if you are a member, you can tap in for free. And if you're... If you want to become a member, you can also do a free trial and register for that for free. So uh, I will put the link in the show notes, but it's writesomethingworthy.com forward slash cafe. Writesomethingworthy.com forward slash cafe. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm so grateful that you've been here with us at the Write Something Worthy podcast. Don't forget to join us at the Prolific Writers Cafe on the 19th. And I look forward to meeting you there. Bye now. You've been listening to the Write Something Worthy podcast with Tonya Brockett. If you'd like to know more about today's topic, find show notes, relevant links, and more at writesomethingworthy.com. Have a question or something to add to the conversation? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at writesomethingworthy.com. Please take a moment to leave an honest review on your favorite podcast platform. These reviews help us to improve our show and help us to spread the word. If you know anyone who would enjoy these episodes, please share it with them. Have a wonderful week and we hope you join us next Wednesday for another fabulous episode. Bye.